This podcast is powered by The Plug. <laughs> check one, check two, check one, check two. Nigga, we in the building. They got their dates mixed up. Hell yeah, you ready, nigga, for real? Yeah. We out here, dog. James. Oh, yeah, James, what up, though? Oh, shit. Wait. <laughs> got something playing in the background. Oh, that's me. Yeah, that's me. All right. Fucking up. Go. Not used to having controls at night. <laughs> Producer of the year and shit. Reed, what's happening, baby? We doing our little bourbon show right now. He's <laughs> talking about hi guys. Total shot, man. What up, though? Oh, that shad. <laughs> my nigga shad. <laughs> my nigga shad moss. Got to fuck around at the beginning for real. Just real quick to let people. My God. In. IG live, man. Facebook live, YouTube live, fucking Mixed Cloud, Twitch. We everywhere, dog. You know what I'm saying? All over. Salute to all people that drink bourbon because we getting ready to drink some and get. All the way fucked up and shit. So hopefully, uh, this is our first live show. So hopefully, I don't get too drunk because we can't edit shit. <laughs> so it's just, uh, yeah, we free balling. Hey. <laughs> Pause. Hey. Free balling. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Super Producer too, man. He getting ready to get his own uh, little podcast network. Oh, straight up. Okay. Shit, yeah. Okay. He trying to shit. What he don't Big know. Shot. What he don't know is I'm gonna steal all the royalty, so it don't really matter. <laughs> So he gonna think he got something, he ain't got shit. Yeah. <laughs> he ever do that nigga like uh uh what's the white dude name NWA and shit? Oh uh that yeah, that nigga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that nigga. Make him an easy E and shit, think he doing something. Hey. <laughs> All right, man, shit, it's Wednesday, dog. Let's get to that Let's shit. Let's get to it. Yeah. Let's do it. Hey guys, you know exactly what it is, man. This is episode three of the Beers Bourbon Whiskey Podcast. It's your boy, man, Q Lewis, holding it down live. From the 48205, I got my man Bo in the building. Oh, sure. Thought we definitely out here for uh, episode three, and I'm I'm excited because this is actually one that uh I, I sort of chose. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we uh, came up with a list uh, today of some shit that we wanted to do, and uh, I had a you know I had a few things on the list, but I ran across this one. On uh, matter of fact, it was on Angry Principles, um, IG and shit. Okay. Was, uh, the bourbon. Damn, that's good. Bourbon Guild. His okay. name is uh, IG. Damn, that's good. Bourbon Guild. I'll make sure you check him out. But um, yeah. So I, I seen this on there, and uh, we checking it out right now. And uh, it's Old Forester. Right? Old Forester. Now, a, I think it's a few of those. And shit. Yeah, so there's a few. It's the hundred proof, eighteen ninety seven, yes, I believe. Yeah. Hundred proof, which means midway through this uh this episode, I will probably be completely drunk. <laughs> And we'll be talking about some crazy shit, but uh oh, soft palate over here. Yeah, I got a soft palate. So if it's some strong shit, then I might get drunk off of the first shot. But anyway, also salute to uh uh p for custom dot com and shit, right? P for custom. I don't know if they got a dot com yet, but 
but it's P for custom designs and shit. Who uh, did my glass? I already says flip side on the front, which is my business name, and it actually has a Q on the bottom. You probably can't see me show it to that camera. Yeah, it's got a Q on the bottom, so whenever I get drunk, I remember who I am because I see the Q on the bottom. Stewie, my man Stewie just checked in. What up, though? Stuart. Yes, we're live, Stu. Stuart. That means you can you can chime in and talk shit with us today. Yeah. For sure. And I think we. And if y'all want to talk shit, never mind. What? To a white Republican male, you're going to get your opportunity. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get your opportunity to. And, yeah. and he will respond. He'll so respond. That's why we fuck yeah. with That's why we fuck with That's why we fuck with yeah. And also, too, man, if you listen on IG Live, this is the great thing about IG. You ain't just got to put in the comment. You can hit the join button, and you can be, like, right here in the studio with us. There you go. We can hear you and talk all shit. All in, and baby. See you. Yeah, you all in and shit, yeah. dog. All right, so that's what we're talking about today, man. If you if you did check out our show earlier, um, shout out to E-Block Radio. Uh, the Wake and Bake Show. If you did check us out earlier, we were talking about mass incarceration. So that's mm-hmm. actually what we go uh, finish up that conversation tonight. Because I know that uh, I think Bo had some things to say earlier, but he didn't get a chance to chime in. So we go <laughs> uh, say a couple things. But uh, first, we go do something that we haven't done in any episode thus far. This is third season in. You know what I'm saying? This is like the what the 16th or the 18th liquor and shit that we tried. Something like that, yeah. But for the first time ever, well, two things. First time ever we're live. And we getting ready to bust the bottle open right now. Right now. <laughs> right this second, dog. So, uh, well, you know, my arm's short and shit. <laughs> I can't <laughs> get to that motherfucker. So, we getting ready to bust it down right now. 100 proof, dog. 100 proof. 50% alcohol. That's what I'll it be is. drunk pretty quickly here. But we don't, we're going to talk quick. about, uh, yeah, real quick. <laughs> we're going to talk about mass incarceration, dog. Real quick before we uh, get into that, though. I guess you, you said you had one of the uh, old forces before. Yeah, the reg- yeah, the regular one. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it... it it, it was dope, you know, it, it, was, it was real bold, it had a little fruity up front, you know what I mean, okay. maybe a little spicy, but, you know, we're going to see what's happening, man, yeah. a little oak, maybe. Yeah. Mm. I know he's trying to, let's see, I'm just going to pour it in a little bit, before I, before I stick I'm my whole nose, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm used to putting motherfucking boogers into the, into the bottle and shit, let's see what this nose is talking about, the nose. You know, I usually talk in hood terms, like, let me see what that shit smell like, <clears throat> clear my sinuses. Oh, this is not exact, this is not at all what I'm thinking. It's apples. Yeah, this is gonna be sweet. This is gonna be it's sweet oak. and fruity. Yeah, apples, sweeter. Yeah. Sweeter oak. Oh, I'm tripping. I'm not going off. That's not gonna work. Take out the motherfucking trident. Oh, duh. Shot, get out of here, duh. I'm not even reading that duh. <laughs> it's a it's a kinda out of the way gay joke and shit. I don't think we can <laughs> see we live now. That's the only thing about doing this shit live. <laughs> what you think? It's definitely not what I thought. This shit is good, though. This is, yeah. This, this shit is, nice. is good. This is... Re- it's nice. Damn. That's like apples right up front, Hell right? Hell yeah. L- little citrus, maybe some cedar or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Cedar at the back end. Yeah. Sure. They, yeah. It got a little spicy finish to it. It got yeah. a little spicy finish to it. Definitely can taste the wood. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> definitely yeah. can taste the wood in that moment, for real. It tastes like you're walking through a, a, a cedar meal and shit. If you ever, if you ever smell fresh wood, mm. that's kind of what it tastes like, shit. <laughs> In the, in the middle somewhere. But it's like it's, it's delightful, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. And look, this is what I always say, because if you watch this show before, then you already know I do have a softer palate and shit. So sweeter shit, fruitier shit. I I mean, I'm I'm mostly accustomed to, when it comes to sweetness, though, I kind of like, I like the caramel. Crown peach. Anyway, I like the caramel taste better than the fruit taste and shit, but <laughs> nothing wrong with, <laughs> well, first of all, I don't even drink crown peach. Mm. Now, crown apple, crown vanilla. Yeah, I do Maybe crown vanilla. Crown vanilla is the shit, though. You can't shit on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, what you think, though? Like this, or would you fuck with like the, the, the scotch we had last week? 
The Balvini. <clears throat> I ain't gonna lie. The Balvini was good. Mm-hmm. Balvini is good. If I'm drinking scotch, I'm with it. But if I gotta pick between these two, then you I'm gonna go I'm with going, the bourbon. Yeah, then. I'm going okay. with the bourbon. Okay, yeah, that's what's up. Okay. For sure. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no doubt the, uh, the the Balvini is great though. So oh, yeah. if you didn't check out uh, last episode, we had Balvini scotch. That shit was pretty good. <laughs> so I said, "Come on, bro, that flavor crown is good." I haven't the peach. I haven't. I think I had the peach one time. It was terrible. Right, come on, bro. <laughs> I could maybe do. Yeah, the vanilla maybe. <laughs> Stu say why you say his name like that. Stewart. <laughs> Gotta make sure you know who he is and shit, dog. <laughs> but yeah, um, so far we've done three things right up until this point for this season. So we did uh, Detroit City, which is mm-hmm. up there, which I gotta put a gotta put some pictures of the dead soldiers up there. So we did uh, Detroit City Bourbon, uh, the Butcher's Cut. Then we did mm-hmm. Balvini last week, and right now we're doing uh, we're doing uh, Old Forester. Now, I think between the two, and damn, I, I hate to say it because it's it's local, but the Old Forester is better than the Butcher's Cut. It's better. It's better. Yeah, it's better. It's better. I hate to say it. Can I, can I love but the guy? I will say this though, you know, like like it like Old better. Forester is like like a national brand. Mm. Like yeah, I, you know, I know you can get Detroit City elsewhere, but it's more of a regional kind kind of appeal, yeah. I think, right? Mm. But you know, yeah, yeah, and and also these niggas been making bourbon for yeah, years. Yeah, years <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? So yeah, a few, a few motherfuckers. Yeah, uh, yeah, they get a little centuries. learning curve right yeah, there. For sure. you know? Yeah, for sure. No, this shit is good though. I ain't gonna lie to you. Now what does uh? I meant to ask you this before we got on air shit. I don't even know if you know for real. What the hell does bottle and bond mean? I think like back in the day, that's what they used to staff on. And that's just like officially making a bourbon or something oh, like okay. that. I, I could be wrong, but I think yeah. it's something along those lines. Yeah, because yeah, I saw yeah. that I saw that on the, uh, obviously on the back of the bottle and the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I they said on their website. Like, so it's, I guess it's important. So yeah. there's something important about that shit. I meant to ask you that uh, before we got on camera, though. But yeah, definitely good. Um, mm. So let's, uh, you know, let's get down to the shit. Though. Let's do it. So let's do it. Talking about earlier, man, was mass incarceration. I think mm-hmm. my question that I posed was like, you know, is it is it a theory or does it really no? Exist? It's not a theory. I said hey. that I said that shit just to get the conversation started. It's and motherfuckers lost their mind on the show earlier, so um, it looked like you was getting ready to lose your mind right there too. So let's just get to it, dog. Is it a theory? How could it ever be a theory? That's what I want. Like I want to hear the argument for that. I don't know. Exactly, I right? Just, you know. I, hey, look, I was just asking. <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking. Hell sure. no, hell no. It's Especially, it's no, thing. it's definitely not a theory when you got innocent people that that, that, that go to court and mm-hmm. and they take a plea because they can't afford a lawyer. Right. Or, or you know, they, they can't, you know, whatever it may be for as far as, like, money and finances go, right? So they're right. going to take the plea and risk the chance of, like, not, not not risk the chance, but like, yeah, they're going to do some time or they're going to pay some fees or go on probation or whatever, knowing they're innocent. Knowing they're innocent. You know what I right. mean? So, what? <laughs> right. How did no. that even work? Exactly. You know what I mean? And then if you do get a lawyer with those court appointed, you know, they're going to do the very minimal because they got a caseload like this, right? Exactly. Come yeah. on, cuz. I think, like, for, and it, this is this kind of off the subject, I guess. Well, no, it's still along the same lines, but because you said that about uh, court appointed, Court appointed lawyers. Um, I, I obviously I know what they why why they're there because mm-hmm. everybody needs to have access to a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? However, you know, however you those means. Yeah, whatever are, your that. situation is. Yeah. But I mean, dog, that should be horrible. Oh, I mean, right. these court appointed lawyers be having so much of a, a caseload. It's got to be. If I feel like it's got to be impossible to to get a, a just like you'll just do with uh, you know with a with a court appointed lawyer, dog, and that's. 
That's kind of fucked up. Remember, uh, so, so first of all, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt, like, right. going even, like, back, you know, further than that, like, a lot of their cases, small-time shit, you know, marijuana, drugs, shit like that. Shit people shouldn't be going to jail for in the first place. They'd right. be shooting in some type of treatment or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? And then you look around and you got big-ass billboards and shit, like, everybody's selling weed now, you know what I mean? Sure. You still got people in, in prison, in jail, on probation, exactly. on whatever for that right. shit. Right. Come on now. And see, that's the one thing I will say about the city of Detroit. I know they kind of uh, dragging their feet on making it completely recreational mm-hmm. in the city of Detroit. But I will say that the city the city council members and some of the local government, um, the reason why it's such a slow stroll is because they're trying to uh, get those people released from prison before or, they yeah. agree. Which that, you know what, for that, for that, I think is a good thing. Like, yeah, I, I think that if they can force that issue because it's a money thing and at the end of the day, they, they are going to want that weed revenue. So mm-hmm. if they're able to barter that to get some of these people out of jail for selling fucking nickel bags, it's funny then, though, man. You know, with that, because if, if you go back to the '80s, mm-hmm. the war on drugs, <laughs> right, right, the like, war on drugs, yeah, the war on black people, like weed is horrible. Mm-hmm. Now white folks is getting rich off of weed. Not, not, yeah. I'm not just gonna say now because they always have been, but they're doing it legally. The yeah, yeah, they're doing it legally now, yeah. right? So I don't know. <laughs> That's I, usually how I go. <laughs> Just another system of control. That's all the the war of drugs was, man. Because you you look at slavery after slavery, what was there? It was Jim Crow. Right. After Jim Crow, what was there? There was the drugs. war on drugs. Right, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And that's what, yeah. That's kind of where we at with it. Mm-hmm. Huh? So that whole concept of mass incarceration has been kind of implemented in the in the thread of America this whole time. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. My man Square just checked in. What up, though? Square. We talking about though? mass incarceration. Square, if you want to jump in there, dog, you can hit us in the comment box, dog. And of course, we're talking about old Forrester. Uh, which is some What's good this? ass fucking bourbon. This is good. All right, so look, uh, Stu gave us a uh, gave us the uh, definition to be labeled uh, bottle to to be labeled bottle in in bond. A whiskey must be the product of a yeah. single distiller in a single season, spring uh, January to June or fall July to December. Aged for a minimum of four years and in federally bonded warehouse and bottled at fifty percent. Okay. Stu, you cite your source. <laughs> you said Stu, you got. You say you're not going to take the Republicans' word for it? No, I just want to make sure you cite your... Because you know how y'all be. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Make sure you cite your source. So don't let them do that to you, bro. Don't let them do that to you. My man, D.I., just want, uh, checked in. What up, though? Uh, say, yo, promote my beard, oil shaves, and phase beard oil. Just saying. Beard is in the same name of the podcast. For sure, dog. Matter of fact, uh... So, Shout hey, yourself out. Hey, yeah, go and ahead. We, and we'll fuck around and uh, support, though. We'll do some product placement. Shit, hit us up on Instagram and come on real quick. Right. Then, you, ain't lying. you can get yeah. on Instagram right now. You can say your shit live on the air. Also, too, um, for uh, for two for two products and shit, you know, one for each of us and shit, we would do product placement on the show. We just need, we <laughs> both right, we'll, need our own. Yeah. I'm getting a sponsorship, yeah, right? Yeah, it's cool. Look out for you, though. So All you right. give us some product. Yeah. And uh, for our sales, and then we'll do product placement on the show just for you, dog, because you my guy. You know what I'm right. talking about? Let's get back to talking to the, about these white folks. So. <laughs> Let's get back to it, dog. All right, so look, mass incarceration, dog. So, uh, you know, shameless plug. I did, uh, you know, write my best-selling novel, uh, Those Brilliant Bastards, which is about uh, mass incarceration and just kind of like the cycle that, you know, the, that black people are going through. I guess the question is, and I, and I posed this earlier during the show, and we came up with some, uh, you know, with some decent answers. But um, we know it exists. We know it's not just a theory. So, um, like, how do we stop that cycle? Like, how do we stop our next generation from going to jail? Like, because I know we can say that, uh, you know, the laws need to be changed. But in real life, laws haven't changed in 300 years. So, we're probably not going to be able to change those. So, what do we do in the meantime? 
I'm not even gonna say vote because I'm, <laughs> I'm not on that weak shit, right? Um, <laughs> My man Dre just checked in. What up, though? What up, though, Dre? Man, really, what? How's it gonna change, man? I'm gonna mic. People gonna be mad, but white, white folks gotta be scared. I mean, I mean, seriously, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, I mean, it's getting to a point where more of them are dying than being than being being birthed in the United States, right? Definitely. You know, what I mean, what. We, we're 13, 12% of the population. I think this population is 19 or 18% Hispanic or something like that. Yeah. You know, I think they kind of see that writing on the wall, you know. Yeah. You know, so I think we even we need to pressure even more, you know. Yeah. And, and and what I mean by that is not necessarily writing in your congressman and nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like pressure, peaceful, pressure. I'm not talking about peaceful protests. I'm like, pressure, pressure. yeah, you know, yeah. do what they've been doing all these years. You know, you have to kick that door in sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, really, that's the only way I really see things like some serious change. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially uh, in our lifetime or the, or the next generation or anything even yeah. remotely close. I, and I hate to be pessimistic, but I don't think anything's going to change seriously during yeah. our lifetime, right? You yeah. know, because we got a lot of docile-ass Negroes out here. Sure. But outside of that, though, man, yeah, I, I think when we see real change, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be... Yeah. It's not going to be pretty, you yeah. know? It's, it's probably going to be some violence. So what are you... What you think the the main the main concern is though, and what I mean by that is like we know that mass incarceration is a thing, mm-hmm. and shit. White people, policymakers, and lawmakers obviously know they might not want to admit it, but they know. <clears throat> but like I, I think our gener- like the our generation probably understand that now, but the younger generation do they really realize that they like they they basically cattle, you know what I'm saying? Like they are being fed a system that gets them prepared. I think we touched on this one time before, mm-hmm. uh, how the school system kind of, uh, you know, I don't want to shit on the schools, but how the school system kind of gets you in line to, you the know. school to prison pipeline. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, like, with that being said, like, I, I think that maybe it's, I think it's time for us to make sure that the younger generation understands that this is what you were set out to do. This is what you were set up to do. So, it, it really is in your, you know, in your power to change it. Like, the law is not going to change. Um, you know what? Let's just keep it all the way real here and shit because we live and I can't edit this shit. So whatever I say right now is just about to be said. Um, the reality of it is is that um, it's set up for you to fail. It's set up for you to go to prison. It's set up to make money off of your labor mm-hmm. and your prison time and shit. And police are not going to stop killing us. <laughs> like, I just want to keep it real with you. Police not going to stop killing us. The shit go, like, people still going to be racist. Capitalism in its, in its bare roots may have not been uh, racist, but because racism and economics have been intertwined together, essentially, capitalism is racist. So you you are going to, at some point, get to, you know, the, you go be, you go be the, you go, you go be at the bottom of some shit. So, like, when you know that, then you know you have to change shit. Now, I don't want you to get it wrong. Like, yes, there are some billionaires, some millionaires, some people who you would think are in position to actually make some changes, and, and possibly they are, but um, we, we can't always depend on a major movement anymore. Like, back in the day, like, the civil rights movement, like, these big movements, like, even right now, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, like, it's something that, that, it's something that could work, but at the end of the day, I think that we've had so many failed attempts that a, enough people won't actually band together to make a real, like, large movement. <laughs> so I think we're going to have to make those movements in pockets. And, but you still got to realize that... You got to take your 10%, right? You got to take your 10%. And you still got to realize... This is one thing I want to, I want to ask, because I think we mm-hmm. mentioned this before. Because I, I think I had a conversation with somebody, I can't remember when this was, like last year or something. And I was saying, 
um, how, how I've always said, like, when you're black, you always kind of starting off at a deficit and shit. Mm-hmm. And somebody told me, I can't remember who it was now, but said that we shouldn't be telling our kids that. Like, we shouldn't be letting them know that we kind of, you know, behind the step. What do you think about that shit? Because I think in order for them to really take advantage of what, what few situations are available for them, like, they have to understand that that is a necessity. It's not an option. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really, it's really not a... Let me see, how can I say this without, you know, sounding like too over the top, but like as a black, especially a black male, because we kind of absent from the whole family structure, which we'll get into that uh, later on and shit, because it's got something to do with mass incarceration, but um, especially as a black male, like the the success is not an option. <laughs> like, like you got to. Like, it's, 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 the, it's damn near imperative because if, like your whole community depends on it. I don't think niggas understand how important we are to our community. So many of us are out of the community, you know what I'm saying, because we either, um, you know, some dance, docile-ass <laughs> Negroes, uh, or we in jail and shit, or, well, no, I'm not going to go there, but anyway, you know, uh, <laughs> or you in jail, right? So mm-hmm. that means you're not, you're not contributing to your community and shit. So I think that we really got to understand, that it's, and, it, and it sucks, but it's pressure. It's mm-hmm. pressure, and it's just pressure that you have to have, and you have to really try to make a change on that shit and, in order for... You just got to understand that it, it really is set up for you to fail. I think once you get that understanding, I think it, it makes it easier to try to get some kind of success. And some of these young kids, I don't, I think because they, they had a, they had a black president, they got, you know, black people were higher, you know, higher positions. They probably feel like the struggle ain't really what it is, but it is, you know what I'm saying? What you got to say about that? It looked like you got something to say. So, so <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, what do I think about? Do I think black families should tell their children that? Or, or I think so, right? Yeah. Um, some people don't agree, I guess. Some people. I guess I look at the situation like this. Um, I'd rather have my child be prepared for it, right? Yeah. Then find out by surprise. Yeah. When they're an adult or something like that. Right. And find just, out by surprise. Yeah. That you're a nigger. When they go out here and they really think that you know everything's this great utopia and everything's all sun, you know sunshine or whatever. Right. And it's really not. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And um, I don't care how inclusive or how diverse or whatever you think you think you are, you know everybody you know ha- has their own biases, right? Sure. And those biases show their heads sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um. When a certain group of people are in the majority and a certain group of people are in the minority, it more typically shows its head than, than not, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, they need to be prepared for that. You know, how to call that shit out and, and how to how to really defend yourself, right? I mean, sure. you know, because um, I would hate for somebody, I would, I would hate for it to be a surprise to my kid, you know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Like, damn, all of a sudden, like, damn. Pops is right. I really am black and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Because I'm old, man. Well, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't what, coming up like my old man was uh what I would what I would call you know pretty racist. Obviously, I learned. Later no, on. black people. First of all, no black people can't be racist. I know. I, I didn't can't. learn that till later on though. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. talking about as a kid. Though. Okay. He's racist because I didn't, I was just kind of throwing that word around, and I obviously understand that he can't be racist, but it definitely is prejudice. And um, so, like a lot of a lot of shit he was telling me about, you know, especially working at the plant. So he worked at the plant and shit. And uh, a lot of shit that went on in there is a lot of, you know, it's a bl- lot of black and white. It's mm-hmm. Like and so, and he used to tell me stories about some of the white people at the plant and shit, and tell me how bad shit was. <laughs> like he would he would never like you know, like bombard me with it, but he was telling me. Yeah. And I remember I always just say, man, like dog, it can't really be that bad. 
And I, his response was always, you go see. <laughs> then he said, when you see, mm-hmm. don't be talking about I told you so. Right. And then I saw Mm-hmm. And, and I never said nothing about it because I didn't want the nigga to say he told me so. so I, <laughs> I ain't never said nothing about it. But, but yeah, I, I the thing realize. is, he he knows when you saw it too. Yeah, right? he, like, knows, he, knows, yeah, he knows. You know what I mean? And then like, cause it's like, um, just just getting back to like the for real mass incarceration thing. It's like it's fucked up, and 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 it's a cycle only because you see it. Like I know families that have can have like three or four. Let, let's just look at a family of, of kids. They had three or four brothers, and right, and all three or four of them would be in jail. Like, dog, you gotta realize mm-hmm. that those men are gone from the family, like for however long. So then you got sisters who end up probably having kids. They don't. Ha- they don't legitimately have no uncles on their mama's side. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's no close proximity. You know, males, and a lot of times when that happens, I know niggas say they don't want to be role models, but unfortunately. Um, you, you gotta be, you gotta be somebody's role. Somebody gotta look up to you at some point. So you should at least try to be a model citizen. But, um, so then you got these dudes who may or may not have a father in their life and shit. And then they don't have no immediate relatives who are males. And that shit just starts to cycle over and over again. So what we was talking about earlier, uh, shout out to, uh, Carmen G and, uh, and, uh, fuck, Sharia Moore. I was talking about this earlier. They said, they were saying that there just needs to be. Uh, more, uh, more opportunity, which I get that because I think a lot of people commit crimes because they don't have opportunities to do other shit. And just to give you a, a layman's uh, term of that is, uh, niggas need something to do. <laughs> All right? I just, just want to break it down to you like how how I thought it in my head. Niggas need something to do, which is true because when you don't have shit to do, then you start doing other shit, other shit that don't make sense. I can I figure if some of these dudes and. I, Sometimes I hate to equate it like this, but like it's, it's certainly true. I think a lot of a lot of drug dealers are excellent business people, dog. I'm talking about they are excellent. They just they product just happen to be drugs. Like some of these had some of these dudes got magnificent, brilliant business minds. If they had the opportunity to be a part of a legitimate business before and put that same hustle towards a legitimate business then they, they would be prominent citizens in their community. So those opportunities need to exist. But this is where this is where it get kind of bold, though. And this is where we, we do this shit to each other. Um, oftentimes, we get an opportunity to, to build those structures or build those communities, and, like, we don't trust the communities that we came from. So we often don't build there. I don't think... I Yeah, I think that plays into it. So, yeah. but, but I think way more than that, you know, like a thousand times more than that, is first of all, you know, if you look at that like education, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you, you don't really find out about yourself, mm-hmm. you know, until what seventh grade, you know, eighth grade, really, before you kind of really start to dive Sorry. into who black people are, maybe, Shit, maybe. maybe. I say, you know, what I mean? high school, really. It, 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 in depending some cases, on, right? Depending on who who raised you. Like, <laughs> I get that, right? Yeah. My whole thing is though, how can you feel unity towards something that you never really even learned about? Gotcha. Like, there's nothing to gravitate you towards in anything, right? That makes sense. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. when it's that, you just see like all you read about is. What white people did in the course of history, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And all the good shit they did. Not, none of the, all the evil shit they fucking did, right? Right. Exactly. But all the good shit they did. And when you see that and you see that success, like you want that. You know what I mean? And 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 that's what that's what you learned about. That gets imprinted on you, right? right. So you start to use those tactics. Yeah. Right? True. And that's so I don't think it's really just that 
it's me and gets you and things, you know. Yeah. I think that's just how we've been conditioned over years, you know, you know, and, and century, not century, yeah, centuries, yeah, centuries really, yeah. but, you know, decades. I'm talking about recently, you know, oh, so recently, decades, you. you know. Um, so you think so it's like it, social conditioning? I don't think, you know. That's yeah, what that's is. what it is. You know what I mean? So how the fuck, how so, do we change it? What's that? How do we change it? You got to get rid of the systems of control. So like I say, after yeah. every, you know, after every, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, like a, a period of oppression or whatever you want to call that, right? Right. There's like immediate freedom and immediately like another system of control to put back that racial hierarchy. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. and, and, and we see it like even now, when you look at like mass incarceration, you know, black folks locked up in like tens of times more than anybody else. Exactly. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And we don't not. I don't even want to get into the whole marijuana thing, man. Right? You know. But like I, I said earlier, that's, that's right when you have innocent people taking a plea mm-hmm. because they can't afford a lawyer, you yeah. know what I mean, or they don't trust a public defender to really represent them, mm-hmm. right? And this so this great fucking system where you say you know you're innocent to prove proven guilty and all that shit, yeah. right? Then like yeah, I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I understand why you mad at this this dude over here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. I understand why you want more, right? Because right. you tried to do things the right way, or you talked to you know, look, and, and, and it hasn't worked out for you. Yeah. You know, you take you take a step, and it seems like you know you, you lose three or whatever, right? So yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I'm not saying I condone it, but I understand why people get frustrated and why they look and they start infighting and things like that, right? Yeah. And it's not anything different than what any other culture does. Yeah, it's just sure. that our shit just gets magnified, right? Because yeah. like when when we ask for things and we demand things, right? Then that's when the media goes back. See, see, look. See what y'all doing? Exactly. Oh, they looting. Oh, you know, no, all that shit like, man, oh, man. come on, man. And for just real. like, and just, I didn't want to. And then, and then these docile ass niggas that actually buy that shit. Yeah. Oh, we shouldn't be tearing up, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. All right, you know. That's why when, um, again, I ain't really want to get all the way into politics, but politics and mass incarceration go, go hand, hand in hand. That's what exactly what it is. But, um, you know, because, you know, because what it is is, man, is these white politicians, right? That have you know looked at these working class whites and these poor whites or whatever, and they and, and they made them like resent or fear black people. Yeah. You know, he's a law and order candidate. He's yeah. this and he's that. You know what I mean? Exactly. So and and then it just continuously it's like in, in Jim Crow, it's almost like they re- competed against each other to like who can make the you know the more like restrictive you know exactly. set of code you know laws or codes you know to restrict black folks right. Exactly. And now with this war on drugs, it's like who can be you know, a tougher, you know, candidate on, on law and order and shit like that, That's right? Exactly what it's it the is. exact same thing. It's exactly. just dread. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Just in different clothes. And that's what I was going to say about uh, <laughs> the uh, the vice president uh, debate and shit was that when they asked Pence about, you know, all the, the racial unrest and, you know, black people being p- killed by the police, his, he had one line for that. He said that uh, they empathize with all the people who lost their lives. But, like, his return, though, was that we need to bring law and order to those rioting. So this is, that's not even in that question, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? But that's but that's where they going with it. And and this is and I hate to say it, dog. This is where uh, Democrats or Biden at this point can actually lose this election because, like like you said, some white people are are actually scared. Mm-hmm. So like telling them that we go control. I mean, basically, I will just call it what it is. We go control these niggas is enough to make some people vote for Trump. Like, and I seen a meme that was so true and shit. It was like a. It said that all Republicans aren't racist, but um, being racist isn't a big concern for them. All right, so basically what that means is mm-hmm. that they not all racist, but that's not the deciding factor. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's like, it's just like silence is, is condoning shit. It's the same kind of thing. Like I might not hate niggas, but if you do, I ain't going to be mad at you. Exactly. So what's, mm-hmm. this still is just as bad. It's the same thing. It's still the it's same, same fucking thing, thing dog. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we're looking at right now. And that kind of, that kind of, I don't even know what to call this shit. I, I guess I call it that kind of attitude or that kind of culture. I guess you can even call it. It's what's going to keep mass incarceration going. Like that and, and obviously that it makes money. Cheap labor is obviously a thing. It always has been a thing. When any it's part of the prison system is being privatized, right? You know, yeah. so like the United States incarcerates more people, you know, more people than anybody, any country in, in the world. You know what I mean? Right. And and so and within the United States, black folks are incarcerated more than anybody else in the United States. The United you know States, what I mean? Right. <laughs> I mean, so in so, essence, they dude, like us the fuck up. I mean, yes. You know what I mean? Countries like North Korea and, and, and Iran, you know, don't lock up like they're, so to speak, subcultures or whatever you want to call it, you know, yeah. all the different cultures they have, you know, that much, you know, yeah. it's, just, it's just ridiculous, man. I don't know what the, I, the resource thing is a, is a thing. I mean, obviously, if there were more resources, but at the end of the day, uh, depending on what decision you make, because at the end of the day, you still, you're still an individual, you have to make decisions. But, so um, you, you know what? So mm-hmm. I'm on the whole tip that that Ice Cube is on, right? You know, and it, I know he's been leaving these, you know, little videos on Instagram and shit, talking sure. about yeah, we need to let them make them tell us, you know, what we're gonna get for voting for them, right? Yeah. And you know, some people are like, no, no, we just gotta get Trump out. Just gotta get what then, like what then? Yeah, exactly. Because just because it's a Democrat office don't mean that we still that the work is done. It, it, right, you know. And, 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 and I use this I use this comparison uh, before, and I, I I mentioned it earlier today, but like I always look at this shit. Let me see. Let me go back. So I seen I, I think I mentioned it before. I seen the uh, documentary on uh goddamn who's the uh, the fucking general for the North, uh, Grant, right? So oh yeah. I looked at the documentary about that shit, and I was just looking at how again, if you've heard this before, I don't give a fuck. I'm telling it again uh, <laughs> about uh, what. The North had to give up if they lost, and what the South had to give up if they lost and shit. And the thing is, dog, the North had to, like, if they'd have lost, like, they would have had to give up everything. Like, this whole shit would have been, like, slave territory. They'd have had to give up all their goods, all their horses, all their guns and ammo and shit, and then they would have to then become, like, basically prisoners almost, right? But then if the South lost, which they did, they didn't really give up shit. Supposedly they gave us slavery. Supposedly, because that shit didn't really work that way. But that was it. They got to keep all of their shit, go home to their families. Probably went out and had beers and ale with motherfuckers for, <laughs> with, with fucking Yankees and shit. I'm just saying. But and, and I and I tell that story just so that you understand that at the end of the day, no matter what party it is, 
all these motherfuckers is from the same gang. That's all I want y'all to realize. Like, so you you picking Democrats over Republicans, whatever. They all from the same gang. They might be out here arguing with each other on Capitol Hill, but they, I bet they going to the back having beers together. They're still from the same gang, bro. And people are thinking like, what, you know, what, what are my other choices? What else can I do? You know, we got to start so, making them other choices, choices. Right, but like even now, you know, it, we can't wait to act in year three and a half of somebody like Trump's term. You know what I mean? You got to look at year one, month one, you know what I mean? You've got all kinds of people and candidates and shit like that, whether you're a socialist, a Green Party, or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? That's when you need to start looking and and make, you know, outside of Republican and Democrat, right? Because then you've got three years. You've got some time to build something, right? Exactly. Obviously, you know, we've been trained to think about elections during election time. Exactly. And no other time. No other time. And so then when you think about that during that time, there's not (laughs) enough time to get another you know, candidate. Like, this shit has been thought through. It is chess, not checkers, right? And then us, these docile ass Negroes continue to fall for it day in and day out. You know what I mean? And that's the only thing they do for their communities in those four years sometimes is vote, right? I don't see none of these cats out here, like, volunteering their time or trying to teach these kids or coach these kids or doing whatever. You know, I do that shit. You do that shit, right? So, I mean, if if you want to really do something for your community... You know, we've done more from a community than a motherfucker that goes in and punch a fucking ballot once every goddamn four years. <laughs> say that shit did. You know? Say I'm, that shit did. I, I, can't, I can't, man. Yeah, because I'm kind of mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> say you know that what shit mean? did, nigga. No, that's real talk, though. That's how you change fucking shit, that's right? That's how you change it. I mean, you got to give, you got to give, uh, not only just the opportunity, but you got to give a different perspective, too. And, and what I mean by that is, like, um, I had a, I got lucky. I think I'll just say I got lucky. I, I had a different perspective. I mean, yes, I, I grew up in, you know, 48205, which is not a great place and shit. And it, a lot of a lot of my people from this area um, have either <laughs> uh, moved on to the upper road <laughs> or they are locked uh, up for mass incarceration. It's not funny, man. It's I, not I'm funny. sorry. I shouldn't laugh. But, I mean, yeah, it's a, I mean, you to a degree, um, and I know people hate when other people say this because it sounds like a crutch or whatever, but to a degree – you are a victim of your circumstances sometimes. I mean, you can you can come out of that and you can try not to use that as a crutch, but at some point, though, you are in a position that, you know, you have to maneuver differently in order to get out of it. And everybody don't get a chance to do that. So uh, what I – this is my thing. Like, even even some of the niggas who, who uh, you know, who passed on, some of the niggas who uh, been in jail, anybody who's been in my close circle, though, I had the, I had the opportunity – um, to, to like go away to school and not had a chance to go to school. And I knew school wasn't for everybody. I mean, hell, school wasn't for me. And if I could get that shit back for a motherfucking uh, pint of Crown Royal right now, I probably would. But um, a pint of Crown Royal peach. At that Damn, but, uh, for real? <laughs> hell yeah, fuck it. I would Damn. get that shit back in a heartbeat. Okay. But um, yeah, even those, like, I was just telling them, like, just try to get that experience to get out of these four walls and shit. And the four walls of the city is what I mean by that. A lot of times, people don't understand how much they can be because they ain't never seen shit else. Right. But this is the this is the part that that worries me though. I used to tell niggas that back in the day because we was kind of we was kind of sheltered, you know what I'm saying? But now you don't you don't even have to leave your crib to see what's out there. Right. Right. Like the right, internet right. connects you to shit that you might never see in your life. So with those opportunities, I don't understand how niggas is like is stuck in thinking that like these these four corners is like the epitome of everything. Somebody got to get in their head to let them know that it's more to this. 
And then, I mean, like, it's, it's all the information safety, is Safety, man. Safety is comfort. Safety. You we know never I mean? had this much information when we was growing up. I hear you. Imagine I hear we you. had access to this much information, though. I hear it, bro. Like, I get but it. Still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Safety. You know, safety first, nigga. Yeah. Shit <laughs> That's like what that. It is. <laughs> hey, man, you, this shit is good, though. Shout it is good. For, Forrester, this shit is good. Um, it's forehead sweating, so you already know what that is. Almost time to wrap this shit up. Forehead <laughs> 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 sweating, it's almost over. I feel that. I feel that. No, but um, just jump back on this real quick, though. On to the old Forrester. I never, I never actually had it, so this was a, this was a, a pleasant surprise, just like the uh, Balvini was last week. Um, it is, it, it's got a little bite to it, but it's sweet up front, so. Uh, the sweetness up front kind of gets you ready for the, the, the kind of wood and spice at the end. Um, so it's a, I would say if you've never, let me see, I'm thinking of the shit that we had before. Um, I'm feeling like if you've never had a hundred proof uh, bourbon, then I think this is probably the smoothest one or the, the one I think that you would be able to handle if you jump it from like, let's say 80 to a hundred. So if you look, normally doing a forty percent, that larceny hundred proof is rough. Boy. It's rough. Yeah. So that's why I said if you like if you, it, but it's good. It it's, tastes but it's good, good. Yeah, but it is rough. So like if you're doing a hundred, I definitely wouldn't say the hundred proof uh, larceny, which we probably need to do again since I fucked that sometime episode soon, up. Sometimes soon. Yeah, that was yeah. a good episode. That was too. good. Yeah, because Angry Principal was on. Angry Principal's on there dropping jewels. I know, and shit. right? We got to get him back on, man. We do got to get him back on. We'll Angry Principal, if you're watching right now, man, uh, and the uh, the damn that's good bourbon. Uh, uh, what's the word? Society. No, nah, it wasn't society. It's was another word. Damn, it's uh, good. Bourbon. IG page. They ain't gonna make me look this shit up. We live. Oh, my fucking phone dead. What the fuck was it? I don't, I don't know, my nigga. It's something different, though. Damn, I had okay. said this shit before I got drunk. Okay. Damn, you want to do this shit. So, mass incarceration. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back on subject. You know what yeah, I mean? I done fucked around and got high. But is it, you know what, though? Like, all that shit starts in grade school, elementary school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, read my paper, by the way. I, know, I, I explain still, it well. In there. I still anyway, haven't read it. I'm going like, to read that shit, though. Um, Matter of fact, I'm going to read that shit tonight. Maybe. But, yeah, all I'm that shit starts there because, like, yeah. for real. You know. So, when you cause, say. Because cause, cause you let's get. Let's just tap into that real quick. You, so, you, you say that's, you saying that's really, like, it's really set up like that. Yeah, like man. The whole school thing is like setting you up for that. Exactly, right? So, you know, yeah, it's, it's literally like educational redlining. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And when you look at, when you have, first of all, when you have 35, 40, 45 kids in a classroom to one teacher, mm-hmm. and a white school not even 20 miles away mm-hmm. has less than half of that, Probably right? Got 15. So, first of all, yeah. that, that that's the first problem right there, right? And then you look at books. If there are enough books to go around, Right. Are these books printed in, you know, 2018, 2019, 2017? Or are they printed in like 1993 and shit yeah. like that or whatever? You know what I mean? So like, which is a serious thing. Yeah. And if you look at some of like the test scores, standardized test scores, right? right. That right. white students are on the whole prepared for, for, for since like day one. Yeah. And that, you know, students from predominantly black districts, don't really even hear about until they get into like their sophomore, maybe junior year of high school. True. You know what I mean? Right. So they've been prepared for this for their entire life, educational lifetime. Yeah. You know, and then for a black, you know, high school student, it might be, oh, damn, I got to take like a SAT? Right. Oh, I can take a class that's like prep me for that? For real? Yeah. Oh, there might be like free things online that can help me to study for that? Yeah. Oh, damn. Like you don't, you don't hear about any of that right. shit. So yeah. it's access, right? Definitely, you know what definitely I mean? access. 
So right. it starts there, and that's that's and I'm not, that, but that's when you start to see your opportunities dwindling. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then you see the these white folks going into all these different like awesome careers and things like this, and all these different schools and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like we saw, you know, we we saw. In person, when we were down in Georgia, you know, you have an equine center on a high school bro, campus. Uh, on and then, the campus. And then, and then barely, you know, you have high schools here in the inner city that are barely even standing right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? And this yeah. other high school has horses. You right. know what I mean? Like, you see those opportunities that some kids have and you don't, right? And how can I close that gap as Dog, quick as I can? Just, just, right? just so that y'all understand that this school had a veterinarian hospital. <laughs> on campus, high school, dog. yeah. On the high school campus, so... You was go basically get a career out of high school, like, yeah. All right, I just want y'all to understand. Yeah, this. I mean, it's like things for you, shit. like yeah. exponentially, like your opportunity exponentially, you know, like open up, right? You know, and, and when you don't have that, you know, it's you want to close that gap, but you want to do it as quickly as you can, yeah. you know, and, and to do it as quickly as you can, sometimes it's it may not be the most legal thing. I mean, so like with the schools being like that, with it for sure being like thirty five. 40 kids in the, in the class. And that was even back when we was in school. Mm-hmm. So the shit is still bad. But, like, even with that going on, you know that that's too many kids in the classroom. So, like, what is it? People don't want to teach in the city or they supposedly don't have enough money to get more teachers. Cause so I, supposedly. Supposedly. You know. Because, like, you go to, to a school and there's 40 motherfuckers in the classroom, but it's, like, then, it's 30 empty classes. Right. Though. But then so, a, a stigma gets so, too, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you teach in the inner city, you know, it, it's going to be like Lean On Me, the movie and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Where that's not the case at all. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, any school, like, you know, a white kid with ADHD, you know, rough, you know what I mean, might be just as wild as some other, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, like, a lot of that gets sold and, and, you know, through, like, really what it is is educational propaganda. Yeah. You know what I mean? Facts. You know, so when you look at teacher quality and things like that, yeah. and, and, and again, I want to say this, I'm not saying that, you know, the city doesn't have good teachers. Mm-hmm. It just comes down to, like, you look at a, a teacher in the suburb that has 15 students in the class yeah. and a teacher in the city that has 35 or 40 students in the class. Yeah. They're not going to be as effective. Simple right. as that. And and uh, we're, getting, we're getting off into the educational part, which is a part of it. No, but, but but that's how it leads to this whole mass yeah. incarceration thing. Right, but I, I just want to say this, too, though. Like, um, I don't want you parents. <laughs> Let me look into the camera. I want you parents. <laughs> To think that this is in any way uh, a way to get you off the hook because some of you oh, not at all. need to be more involved as well. That could be helpful. I'm just saying when you when you're talking about a school system that that if you if you lead a, the city of Detroit, if you if you in the city of Detroit as a teacher, you probably got like and I'm just throwing a random number out here just because I, I've dealt with school, you know, the inner city school. You're probably looking at. I mean, I don't even think I'm cutting it close by saying you're probably looking at 20% parental, like, uh, involvement, like, for real. And then you go out to the suburbs, but you're looking at, like, 80 or 90. Right, okay, but then you got to ask yourself the question, well, why are why those parents not, not involved? Because they're working their asses off, or or they might be addicted to something, you know. I know again, that. I know all that, those but, social, but it, it it's, also, it's chess. It also goes back. It also goes back to the community, though. Right. I'm not trying to take the onus off yeah, of individual because, responsibility. I'm not I, trying to do that at all. Right. And the only reason I say that shit though is because I always bring no, this shit up. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but but here's the thing though. So the, so that shit always gets twisted, right? Yeah. To back into that whole the, like like the same as the black on black violence thing. You know what I mean? 
You know oh, what I mean? You put me in there. No, no, I'm not putting you in there, cuz. <laughs> no, listen up though. So, <laughs> All right. so that shit always gets twisted, you know, because we call to make you know black folks. We need to do this and we need to do that. We need, we don't do anything more or less than any other culture or race on this. You know, that. No, 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 bro. We don't. It just gets publicized more for real. And now we've all just been like bred to believe that shit. Come on, dog. No, dude. Yes. Parental involvement in school in the inner city. Come on. Yes, dog. dude. Like yes. Come on, it, dog. It, it, can it, it can it be better? It can always be better, right? No, it's yes. Hella, it's but, but, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, though, bro. Because because we've started to put that shit over what the real fucking problem is. I understand what the real and that's problem what is. I know you do, but no, 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 no. I'm on, no. Let me let, let me speak on this, cause because like what happens, dude? Right. right. People start to believe that. There's no like fundamental. Pro- it's just you got shitty fucking parents. You got parents like 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 Naaman did in in freaking uh, uh what's that shit on the uh, wire on the wire. His right? mom was shitty, bro. right? Yeah, he had His a shitty mom, shitty. His right? Mom was shitty but why? Mom. You got to get to the root cause, right? Because she's a shitty person. Dog, bro, stop, man. Right? She was a, she was a shitty person. Yeah, bro. stop that's, though, bro. That's bro, a bad bro, example. Bro, that's bro. a bad example. For real, like we buying into that shit right now, man. Really, dude. But why, man? Because motherfuckers don't have opportunity. So Those motherfuckers are shielded from shit, right? Okay, I dig that. I dig that, right? So, so that's so, no, no. What I'm saying is that shit has to be handled first. That's it. Oh yeah, okay. You I can't, you, you, you can't like just treat the symptoms. You have to treat the disease, yeah. right? If you treat the symptoms, you are gonna stop it for a while, but it's gonna yeah. come back. You got to cure the disease why first. Why you curing the disease? No, man. bro. You got to cure the disease before the symptoms. Nigga, nigga listen to what I'm saying. Like, why are you curing the disease? Then obviously, like. Like how uh how my man stepped in, right? Uh the the fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. How you stepped in and like basically took care of nigga. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That needs to happen though. And right. I, and I always use that shit. But because, people think that's the fix to everything. Oh, that ain't the fix. Like you right. still gotta fix the, the problem. So that's what I'm saying. We like, still have to call time. out the bigger oh, yeah, shit too. Yeah, I mean, you still gotta do that. I, I'm saying it black folks we disappear. get too stuck on the symptoms and not the actual cause of the disease. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's programming. Literally. Though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's just like that's right? just like medical insurance. <laughs> They want you to keep taking pills and shit instead of fixing what the fuck wrong with you. That's the kind of same thing and shit. Hey, fuck them kids, though. <laughs> I'm just bullshit. Just giving it hey, real. No, but seriously, no, I understand what you're saying. Um, and by... Damn, I guess I never looked at that shit like that until you said that. That's kind of fucked up way to look at it, though. He said it's kind of like the uh, black on black crime thing. That's exactly what it I, is, I definitely man. don't want it to sound like that. When I, cause I, I fucking hate that. So oh, I, I don't want to sound like that, that, that when I say that. Dog, the, the, the whole point is I to make you think that. your problems are because of you because and not you. us. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's the whole point. Damn, I guess you're right. You need the belly. Hey, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> Right? No matter if them bitches jelly or not. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. How can you pull yourself up by your bootstraps? They fucking cut They fucking spaghetti <laughs> fucking strands and shit, right? You're right? Yeah. Factual, though. Come Damn. on, man. Deep conversation, nigga. Just saying. For sure. Damn, it's been an hour, though. I told you that shit was going to go yeah. fast. My forehead sweating and shit. I know you drunk, my nigga. I am, though. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, nigga, you had to call me out, nigga. I am, though. I ain't going to fuck you <laughs> Hey, for real, he got like a pool, like a little sweat on his forehead, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, for real. It's like, I probably do too, as a bullshit. It's my yeah. old force to get me together. But no, it's yeah. all real shit, though. It's all real conversation, dog. I'm glad we was able to do this shit live, yeah, though. I wish yeah. more people had to, uh, had to jump in. Oh, shit. She said, oh, she talking about coming to Easy Street. What time is it? We just might do that. We might do that, but mm. shit, they stop serving food. At nine, so shit. Yeah, oh no, it's at ten. Y'all better wait till about nine forty-five. Oh, it's at ten. We still got time and shit. Oh, you no, know, we yeah. go. We yeah, might we pull up there. Though. We there. We, we there. there. Easy Street Saloon, dog. We about to pull up right now. We dog. there. What is it? Said she can't hear us. Oh, ten mile. Bad. Yeah, ten mile and uh, yeah. Hold on, where am I? Shit at? 
I guess I don't know why you can't hear us, dog. It's broke. I don't know why you can't hear us. Man, oh no wonder ain't nobody talking on IG. They can't hear us. <laughs> I didn't know that. All right, that's all right. But yeah, we're going to pull up there. Shit, I forgot. I thought they stopped at nine, but it is 50 Cent Wings tonight, so we're going to pull up. Okay, um, so yeah, I guess let's uh, let's wrap it up. This is an interesting conversation, though. Yeah, Almost man. worthy of a whole other conversation. It might, I am saying. It might have to, though, especially with this, uh, this motherfucking it's old force. This shit is all right right here, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but fuck it. On the way out, though, I guess we'll go ahead and round it out and shit, man. What you want to say on the way out, dog? Man, just learn as much as you can about unlearn the shit you were taught in school. Man. And then learn as much as you can about your actual history. You know, there's a ton of black authors out there. I mean, just go out there. It's easy as Google search. You know what I mean? Man. And I know y'all be putting, I know y'all be on Google. So come on, go ahead and yeah. go to mahoganybooks.com. There you go. No, Mahogany Books. Mahogany Books. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They tighten you up. No doubt, dog. On, on that note, bro, uh, mass incarceration definitely is a, uh, you know, is a, is a real thing. We do have to start looking at the solutions and not just the band-aids. I know that uh, when I talk about <laughs> the parental involvement, it, now that you mention it, it really does sound like black on black crowd. I hate that it sounds like that. I hate that you write. I hate it, nigga. Like, I want to choke the shit out of you because you write about that. Because like, I, I, I stood on that for so long, but now no. it sounds like it don't make no sense. No, nigga. It, 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 <laughs> bro, it does make sense, right? Like, yeah. But that can't there be needs the, to be with more not, parents be the involved in their, their, their children's lives. I'm not saying. That's not the whole solution. Right. But what I'm saying, sometimes we need to look at the reasons why they're not why involved. They're not, yeah. And yeah. then we need to solve those problems first. For sure. You're right, dog. Damn it. <laughs> You're right. God damn, it's time to go to the easy streets a little, dog. All right, so yeah, on that note, dog, yeah, I, I think, I mean, we, we got a lot of work to do. And education and opportunities um, are going to be at the forefront of that. And again, I know I mentioned this on plenty of episodes. When I say education, I don't always mean classical education, which means schooling. Um, educating just means reading books. Man. Educating your kids mean, look, I'm going to tell you what educating your kids now means, especially at our age. It means telling them stories about what you've been through what you should have done, what makes more sense, and probably what you shouldn't do. Like right. sometimes you gotta tell them the stories that you are completely afraid to tell anybody. But tell them success stories too. Yeah, though. tell them success stories. Yeah, for sure. So they know what to aspire to be. But at the end of the day, that don't always uh, it don't always mean like classical education. Right. I mean, obviously you want to do the uh, you know K through twelve. I mean, obviously you want to get that out the way. Um, college, though, I, I'm not saying that is a is a bad thing, but definitely have a plan when you go. There's through. other alternatives. There's other oh, alternatives, yeah. and learning at this point, learning is everywhere, yeah. dog. I'm like you. we have it like this, wow. dog. <laughs> you can learn about anything. Anything. All you gotta do wow. is Google. 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 Khan Academy. Man, dog, it, Khan it, Academy. It's so many outlets now. Just so many ways man. to learn for sure. Dog. YouTube. You yeah. know. Whatever. Especially YouTube. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be careful. You, you gotta check your sources on YouTube, though, mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. yeah, but you can. Uh, you can hey, hey, Stuart, Stu- put that source in there yet? <laughs> no, I ain't. You want me to put that source in there? <laughs> okay. Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> no. Okay. On that note, we up out of here, dog. Last things about Old Forrester, dog. Power, black Power Fist, dog. How many you give it? Black Power Fist, bro. I'm gonna give it three solid Black Power Fists, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, I like the initial, like, uh, apple slash citrus slash spice, you know what I mean? Mm. Easy into it. I mean, not, so, not necessarily spice, but cedar, but then it kind of eased into it's a little spicy. Spice, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm on board, man. I like it. Yeah, most definitely. Sure. Most definitely. 
All right, now see, I feel you on that. Now I'm gonna give it that good strong four. Oh shit! Four. Okay, that's because I, I gave I gave the Balvini three and a half, and this and is, I gave the Balvini four. Exactly. So this yeah. is better than Balvini to me, only because I am I do I, I do favor uh, bourbons more than Scotch. Okay. So I think because of that, and plus again, it lead it does lead off with that apple kind of that apple kind of sweetness. So it is mm-hmm. a fruit sweetness to the front to get you ready for the wood and spice finish. So I think because of that, it suits my light palate. Nicely. <laughs> he says light. I say soft. Light. Light palette. Sucker. Soft. Sucker. <laughs> soft with the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, dog, we are up out of here, dog. It's been, it's been a pleasure to be on a live stream a live for the Beers, Birdman, Whiskey podcast. Hopefully, we can do it again uh, one of these nights, man. So, thank everybody for checking us out. If you haven't seen any of the other seasons or episodes, Make sure that you do log on to eblockradio.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can check out all of the uh, the all past good. shows because um, we got quite a few. Two seasons and we into the third now, so make sure you keep up. Um, Till the next time, though, you already know what it is. Beers, bourbon, whiskey, man. Everybody loves BBW. It's your boy, man, Q Lewis, holding it down live from the 48205. I got my man Bo in the building. I say. We up out of here, man. Till the next time, dog. For sure. We got a little bit left. We're going to drink some more before we go to Easy Street. Most though. definitely. <laughs> Easy Street. <laughs> right. Peace out, John. I got to find the intro, though, because we don't normally do this live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We all for real. All right, y'all. <laughs>